Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Judgment Day splitting up. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Dan Layton. Hello. Because Luke's DAD on holiday. Luke is Holly Luke DAD is on holiday. I'm filling in. And he's always complaining about Raw. Every Tuesday, I'm like, Luke, <laughs> how was Raw? And he goes, Well, you know, like when NXT used to be booked by Triple H. That. It's a bit boring week to week. It's the pay-per-views that matter. And here I am, I come in, random raw <laughs> to review. Absolutely banging show. Plot twist, it absolutely slapped today. It was great. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast, WWE Raw Review. If you haven't already, please press the thumbs up button. Give us a subscribe. Leave a comment down below with your thoughts on this episode of Monday Night Raw. And send in those... Oh, nope. no, ultra chats. Ultra chats. You know what? My head went oozy. <laughs> no, that's and then a different it, show. That's Smackdown. Then it went Omega. Yeah. We need one. Hmm. Which, if, if by the end of the episode, if you'd like to pick one for Raw, if you'd like to assign one for Raw... Natala Chats. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. He will hate that. Luke get in. Get in your Natalia Chats. Natalia Chats. Get in those Natalia Chats. Chats. Natty Chats. Natty Chats. Ultra Nats. We've done it. Ultra Nats. Get in your Ultra Nats. <laughs> You're now so far away from the original word we were riffing off of. It makes no sense. Get in your Ultra Nats. Super Chats. About the show... Ultra Nats. <laughs> Get in those Ultra Nats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one of them over five US dollars before the end of the show. But we're going to start off mm. talking about the bookends of the episode, the opening segment and the main event, mm -hmm. which were in typical WWE template style entwined. Mm -hmm. um, and they were really, really interesting yes i that is exactly the word i would use yes oh, please oh i thought you were going to elaborate no, no i was just waiting for you to tell us what happened well, well, yeah, I'll, I'll run down what happened so seth comes out to open the show i described him as being dressed like his world heavyweight belt okay he's gay because he's all because he's all gold yeah, yeah, yeah i'm calling it the world consolation weight belt as well <laughs> it's the world's consolation <laughs> prize um and he said how 
a world title hasn't been defended on Raw for two years. Mm. So he's going to start being a fighting champion, which is great. Point of the belt, yeah. Yeah, great idea. That's what Rollins did in that Intercontinental title run back in the day. Do you remember that one when he really started Monday Night Rollins? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did do that. Yeah. I went back to look on that period because I was like, was it because he lasted really long in the Royal Rumble? Mm. But it wasn't. It was a gauntlet match on Raw. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, my God, this guy's great again. Yeah. After the sort of injury and botched babyface return period he had. And he also had to put up with the Fiend stuff. Wait, was this before or after that? Well, the the Fiend stuff was like a year and a half after. Oh, God. What an interesting run Seth's had. Yeah, he's gone up and down. Because he had the whole bit where he won the Universal title and then then kind of got stale because he turned into Becky Lynch's Mm -hmm. boyfriend Mm -hmm. instead of anything of note. He was a cult leader for a while. He was a cult leader. He, yeah. Of, of whom Buddy authors Murphy. of pain were disciples. <laughs> were they? Hey, Austin Theory was part of that faction for what? like two whole weeks. Was this, this was during the pandemic, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, everyone was I, losing I, their I minds. Sort of was, half of it I've decided was just I was a bit crazy. And, it's out of know. continuity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, canon. So it's good that, you know, this is good. As, as we've seen with Orange Cassidy and the TNT title on, on Dynamite or John Cena's run, you know, hopefully mm. he can just like every week or every other week have a great match with someone nothing says more legitimate than wins and wins matt wins and losses matter in my world still so i feel like you know coming out defending the title almost losing it but keeping it that legitimizes you and that's why gunther as as the Mm. intercontinental Mm. champion for so long is successful because he's kept the belt in a bunch of really banging matches In WWE style, really, the answer is moderation. Right. You have it somewhere between the two, where it's mostly defended on pay-per-view, but a few times a year it's on TV. But they've got one belt Mm. that is never defended. Yeah. (laughs) So they've got this other belt that they have to defend all the time. All times, yeah. Yeah. Which will, you know, it will cheapen it Mm. over the long run, but that's the bed they've made for themselves. So his first opponent is Damian Priest, Mm. who comes out with Finn Balor when Seth mentions his name. And Damien's like, I don't need Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. I can beat you. I think you deserve it. It was being a bit babyface. Yeah, what's interesting is that, is that they came out already as a broken unit. They mm-hmm. came out without Dominic and Rhea, where mm-hmm. we, we used to seeing them come out all four. But they came out on this one completely, just the two of them. And Seth is goading. It's interesting you say that he's playing a bit babyface because Seth is almost healing it up a little bit. I don't like him. In that you don't like this character at all, no. do you? It's the, it's the sort of tweener element that I kind of vibe with. There's also, tweener about it that I would. No, it's just full heel. It's just an obnoxious twat. <laughs> <laughs> don't disagree. I, but I kind of, it kind of works. And also, I want his wardrobe. But he's sort of needling and making a point of saying, like, you don't do well against me. They've made a point of this shoulder a lot mm. over the past few weeks. Um, which would lead you to believe that Finn is his first big program. Um, and then, yeah, it's sort of goading him into saying, like, you need the Judgment Day, you always need the Judgment Day, where are Rhea and Dom? Are they off doing their own thing? Like, what? And then, yeah, Priest just says, I don't need him. You know what? You'll get just me. So let's do it. And Finn gives a bit of... It's more than that. Okay. He gives a, bit a, he of a gives, big scrunchy Irish. He gives face. a bit of. <laughs> that go. is actually thank you. That is pretty good. <laughs> I'm an actor. Um. So yeah, 
obviously very, very small teases, but mm. it is, you know, we've done wrestling before. Yep. We, we know how these things play. Mm-hmm. That is that is a seed that's been sown. There is no subtlety in yeah. WWE. Either it's one that is actually a red herring mm-hmm. and someone else gets kicked out of the group or another person joins mm-hmm. or they forget about it. Which would be super interesting as well because I think the Judgment Day have been really effective, mm. personally. And, like, considering where they started, mm. Edge's... Supernatural jobbers. jobbers. Yeah. And they are one of the most overacts in the entire company, mm. both collectively and individually. Mm. But but Finn is the odd man out, I think. This is interesting because they they they've never had a leader, the judgment day. It's never oh, except for Edge. But that once once Finn joined in, it was very much just the four of us, and they'd all have equal time mm. on the mic and they'd they come out to their collective music, but they'd still each have individual music. Um and what was interesting here was this idea that Finn didn't like Damien sort of stepping above his station. There was something in there that was a little bit like, oh, hang on, you don't have the authority to make that choice. I've always interpreted Banner as the leader. I think so. Yeah. But I think it's more interpreting rather than the way it's fully projected. I think that is one of the subtle things about it, personally. Well, I think that could play into where Mm. we're going to go next with this. Mm. Because... There's a, a lot of focus being put on Damien's sort of... I I, found, I, I don't like him as a babyface. Damien. Well, yeah. Right. Or at least how WWE present him as one. Mm-hmm. He immediately goes one-dimensional. Right. And that... You know, that voice. Yeah. That's a heel voice. A lot of babyfaces in WWE are that kind of level yeah. one-dimensional, though, which is sort of part of the problem. It's, it happened to Rollins a lot, which is yeah. why I think sticking with the same character he was when he was full heel in this sort of like organic face run, mm. um, present company accepted. Um, it works a little bit. I think Priest as a villain is such a good, he's so big. Yeah. And he's domineering and he can batter you and he's, and he looks great. And like he had, I think the work he did with Bad Bunny was brilliant. Um, oh yeah, he's a great heel there, yeah. yeah. So the, so you've got Damien Priest, you've got mm. Rhea Ripley, you've got Dom. They are all like genuine breakout stars. Yes. Yeah who have been really elevated by Judgment Day. And we'll get to Dom. Yeah. Yeah. Later on, and Rhea's, you know, most followed yeah. TikToks star. More than Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> WWE just, well, how can we be relevant? Let's compare ourselves to all these <laughs> WWE things. WWE really said, go yourself, Tom Hanks. Yeah. They really did. Well, no, no one likes Tom Hanks. <laughs> famous, famous villain, Tom yeah. Hanks. Although, <laughs> yeah, m- maybe not in Elvis. Terrible casting. Awful. Weird, mm. weird, weird. But, you know. But there's Finn Balor. And mm. I would say he feels exactly the same. Right. That's interesting. In terms of the Judgment Day split. So, I'll, I'll, I'll run down what happened in the main event as yes. well. Um, it's Damien Priest versus Seth Rollins for the Consolation Belt. And it was really good. It was. Really good match. But the most interesting thing was the finishing sequence where the outside... I think Damien's on the apron mm-hmm. and Seth uses that to get right in between his legs yeah. and powerbomb him. <laughs> I hated that with you all so much. That's what he did. He did. Poked his head up between his thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna powerbomb you. Don't do it again. Stop doing it. And he powerbombs Damien into mm. the barricade. Mm. And all of a sudden you're like, well, that's the spot that injured Finn Balor yeah. Uh, 2016? Mm-hmm. 
for that universal championship yeah. inaugural well of course Finn won but he had to relinquish the title the following day and there's n- and crucially has never had a a world championship killed him NXT since he had the NXT title but he never won the world championship again mm-hmm. um, which I think is a really interesting nugget to this story yeah so when that happens Priest starts selling the shoulder mm-hmm. that's the same injury the torn labrum mm-hmm. I think it was yeah and that rings a bell. then Finn appears at that moment. So that this is definitely thought out. Mm-hmm. This is not coincidence. Uh, Finn appears. He goes to attack Seth. Seth super kicks Finn. Mm-hmm. Finn's like, Ugh. doesn't actually distract Damien or or do anything bad apart from trying to support his mate. Mm-hmm. I interpret it as. Yeah. Seth gets in the ring. Damien's had a bit of time. Chokeslam, near fall. Damien gets up. Ow, my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Looks at Finn. What are you doing here? Turns around. Seth something stomp win mm-hmm. and then Finn stares down Damien afterwards mm. and that's the the closing sort of image we get so I feel like there's there's a lot of stars that have aligned here one of them being Finn beat Seth in the Genesis stages of one championship mm-hmm. Seth beat Finn in the Genesis stages of, of a, this new this new one. championship in the tournament Rubber match. Mm, interesting. I think it's really... Uh, the, the, the What was also kind of curious about the whole match was that a lot of the time Priest had Seth's number. A lot of the time Seth was jumping off something and he got a big all up and mm-hmm. Or there was a, that great table spot I loved, which is where Seth's going with something on the table and Priest just goes, no, Sam slaps, mm-hmm. slaps him on the table. And it was he was looking great in it. He, he had a lot of his big moves. And then... It isn't. You're right. It's nothing out of the ordinary for the Judgment Day to be able to come in and sort of like help each other out. There was nothing different about it. And in fact, yeah, he didn't really make any di- many impact in the match whatsoever. It was Priest going, "Hang on, what's that?" That caused him to lose the match. Um, but he did lose it clean. Like mm. there was no physical interference. So arguably, Priest is now at the bottom of the uh, at the bottom of the chain. If Finn is the next answer to this apparently rolling open challenge. Do you use that as a way to sort of cause further dissension between the bloodline? You know, whatever. Because I, I would you would you have the belt on Rollins for a while, or, or do you see Finn Rollins coming a long time from now? You know what? It's to be honest, I've not thought about it because it's not been a belt that I've been excited by. No, I, I, agree I with felt that. like the World Heavyweight Championship. It's immediately hampered by not being the belt. Rome, one of the two belts mm. Roman has. I know they're now combined. Um, then, That's a big gold belt. It is a big gold belt. Um, the tournament itself was very predictable. Yep. Seth won. Yeah, and and because of there was all that malaise about it from me, I never really thought, well, where do they go with this? Mm. And I I quite like the idea of Seth just doing loads and loads of title defenses, mm-hmm. but then I also quite like the idea of Finn beating him at Money in the Bank, right? And being the champion, or maybe you keep the belt on Rollins because here's my other bit of fantasy booking. Judgment Day turn on Finn Balor. Yeah. Just over a year after they turned on their last leader, Edge, who was holding them down. Was and that if, only a year ago? Yeah. Christ. But like like a year and a couple of yeah. weeks. So it's kind of, it could become like a Judgment Day annual tradition. I mean, mm. the, the clue's in the name. We are a faction you your that day. does a Judgment Day on one of us every year. That's so interesting. And you kick out Finn, who's the leader, just mm-hmm. like Edge. 
Finn, like I said earlier, hasn't really elevated alongside the others, so he's the weakest link here, which is crazy. And you could argue if he if he loses the belt or loses the championship match, Rhea has a belt, mm. you know, so she's she's the leader. If there's a leader, it's Mummy, you yeah. know. That's interesting. Plus, 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 JD McDonough. Yeah, that's an extra little bit of spice because the idea was that we, I mean, we talked about it a few times, is that. Finn is maybe going to bring him in. Finn is, and there was supposed to be a segment with them last week that I believe got cut at the last mm -hmm. minute. Um, is is it that Finn was going to try and bring him in? Does Finn work separately with JD McDonough? Does JD McDonough replace Finn? Like, what's the that you think that one? Well, I it fits. Mm. Edge Irish. Ed, they're Irish. They look they're very from, similar. They're both from Bray County Wicklow. Yeah, I mean, they look. I they look really. They do. <laughs> uh, but you've got. Um, was it? Ed? I'm trying to remember how the storyline went. Edge beat Finn Balor, and he was going to bring Finn Balor into the Judgment Day. Mm. Something like that last yeah. year. AJ Styles was involved as well. Yeah. But it was actually Finn who ended up replacing Edge. Yes. So you just run that back. Yeah. But this time it's not Finn. It's JD, it's JD. going in as the, the junior role that mm. Rhea Ripley, Dominic, and Damien are going to elevate. Mm. I mean, that's a... I don't, I, don't want to see Judgment Day go away. That's the other. Thing, I like yeah. their shtick. Mm -hmm. I'm into their. I'm into their deal. Um, I hadn't really thought about it. I hadn't. Guess I hadn't had the words until you said it, which is exactly that. Finn hasn't really been elevated, and it, Finn is Finn is the same Finn as far as I'm concerned. Had great matches. Is is a fantastic wrestler. Would like yeah. to see in main event pro program, but when I think of Priest's big moment at Puerto Rico, or I think of where Rhea Ripley has has got and, and solidified herself. When I think of what Dominic has mm, done with this yeah. opportunity, you're right. Finn hasn't had that moment, and and if and it is, it is. Well, the the argument, the contrarian point to make to you is that it's too perfect. It's too perfect, and WWE will never go with it. But there is a perfect circle in. Yeah. Sorry, Finn, you ain't holding up your end of the bargain. That's curious. Well, I think all, all the details are there, aren't mm. they? Um, they could go another way. Mm. Um, you know, Finn could be cost it cost the belt if he faces Seth at Money in the Bank. And that's a show where you don't need a fully, like a really big title match. You yeah. can use it to tell the story of Judgment Day. The, 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 I'm just going to use it. Oh, you've got Ultra Chat. So uh, yeah, I've got a moment. The, oh, I like the main event of the um, Money in the Bank absolutely is. Or the, the, what we're there to see are the Money in the yeah. Bank matches. So it's like the Royal Rumble. You need a challenger, but, you know, mm. is it your big program? Um, so why not? Yeah. Finn, Finn, I don't think Finn's going to be... He's not had a qualifying match, has he? For No, he's not. I think... No, Raw isn't filled out yet. No, you've got LA they've got, Knight, you've LA got, they've got, they've got Ricochet, and they've got Ricochet, Shinsuke, yeah. but he wasn't against Shinsuke Rick. So there's still a Raw spot for somebody. It's got to be Dominic. I, yes, I don't think it's going to be Finn. Nah, that like means Finn him. has availability in his calendar, something to do. You could do a lot worse, and mm. you could build two storylines in there. Seth continuing to build this belt and the Judgment Day in play. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, should we see what everyone thinks on the yes. natty... No, the ultra... Ultra Nats. Ultra Nats, dear God. Ultra I think Nats. people aren't sending in chats purely because of that name. <laughs> we can try a different name. Uh, which was yours? What was your pitch? No, no. no Natty Chats. Or, Natty Chats. Uh, uh, ultra, what, what was it? I said Ultra... Uh, you said Natala Chats Natala is what chats. you were going with. And you said Hang on. Hang Natty on. Chats. Was it Natty Chats? Nat, uh, uh, Natty Chats and then Ultra Nats is where we ended up. Ultra I like Nats. Ultra Nats. Okay, let's stick with Ultra Nats. Uh, Ket's Ultra Nat says, with Roman still being called the undisputed champion, it makes the World Heavyweight title more mid-card than when it was revealed. Mm-hmm. That unification match last year was not only boring, but also did more harm than good in the long run. Yep, definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's just interesting because I, for me, it was one of those things of like, let's see what the belt looks like on a person. And now we have it, right? We have that belt on Seth. And I still think of Seth as a, uni- uh, uh, a US title contender. I don't know if it's the character or if it's the the fact that there hasn't been a program really yet. Yeah. But it, it him holding it still doesn't really feel real. And it's because we also have, we're kind of being sold the other one in a much bigger way. I feel like Gunther is more prestigious. I feel like Gunther is more prestigious. Raw, yeah. yeah, I completely agree. And, and has had the matches to back it up. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know what you do about that. Um, and we have another one here from oh I don't know how to say that Tyrell Marcus who says I'm so excited for the watch party for Money in the Bank oh I yes came all the way from Tyrell Australia wow just to be there oh my god yeah 
That is a long trek to come and join us for our Money in the Bank party, but tell us about the Money in the Bank yeah, party so, and why uh, that's a good choice. Well, we the, we were both at the Nine of Champions we watch along. Uh, we were told by a sports bar, so yeah. a place that has sporting events all the time, like the World Cup, like the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. that we were the loudest audience they've ever had. 150 rabid <laughs> uh, screaming wrestling fans. We turned Night of Champions mm. into a British indie show with just non-stop chance and it was so much fun yeah and we're gonna do it again for money in the bank even though money in the bank is across the road oh yeah uh you in... get that extra sort of like the ripple effect mm -hmm, don't mm -hmm. you? but a, a lot of people said well i would prefer to come to this mm -hmm. because it's like a it's a close-knit intimate community mm -hmm. and uh and vibe so yeah we i mean they're the tickets are already nearly sold out mm. so i I don't really need to shill it. I but... would call it the hottest ticket in town. Yeah. So there's literally like five tickets left. So if you want to get your Money in the Bank watch-along ticket in uh, the Long Arm Pub in Old Street, which is part of East London, we'll be there. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll have a lot of fun. And there'll be 150 other people. Live Quizzlemania. That's already sold out, though. We were talking about this with um, Pete and I when we were doing the, the Patreon mailbag, that... FOMO with wrestling and the idea there's so much wrestling. What do you watch? What it's not so much the shows or the matches that we get the FOMO of. It's the experience of watching mm. it with people. If you don't usually watch wrestling with a lot of your friends, you will make friends at this party. Come along. Yeah. The second you walk in the door, we're all one big mess of, uh, of fans, and it is one of the most unique experiences. Mm. Being in that room when Jimmy super kicked Roman, Incredible. unbelievable. You know. Yeah. So really, really special. And it'll be for Money in the Bank as well, which will be insane. So if you haven't already, get your ticket. There should be a link somewhere on this page, maybe underneath, maybe in the chat. Somewhere. Uh, You'll find yeah. it. You'll the find tickets it. are going very fast. They're nearly sold. So act now. Uh, one more chat. Yeah, one more chat. Um, Ten Rosa says, I agree with you, Ollie. Not attached to the WHC, but I have just realized that I have not had any connection to any of the titles after Mania. Mm. Not even the IC title. Oh, wow. Finn and Shinsuke, please go back to Japan. Ange Postecoglou, I can I can't say that. I need to get there. Ange Postecoglou, Ange, the new manager of Tottenham. I'll get his I'll get his surname. I will I will learn how Postecoglou Postecoglou Ange Postecoglou. I've done it. It's Tottenham, <laughs> Melbourne represent. Oh goodness gracious! Well it's a big Australia representation here. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I. Uh, I have, we, we talk, Luke talks about this a lot, about the, the spinning of the wheels and waiting for it to kick. We just need to get through this. We just need to get through this. We just need to get through this. Uh, it is always this period where it's like, I'd like a little off season and kick things into gear. I thought Night of Champions was great. I am actually far more invested in the Raw Women's Championship now mm -hmm. than I was beforehand because um, we have a new one and the little parade of all the women on SmackDown was mm -hmm. quite fun. Um, so maybe Money in the Bank. Maybe we just get through Money in the Bank, guys. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Raw was fantastic. Raw was great this week. I had a great time. <laughs> well, this I week. just assume it's always this great. Let's keep that being what you believe. Right, so this episode of Raw, please keep getting in your. Uh, Ultranats. Ultranats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one over five US dollars. Oh, is, is Mod Mother with us today? Should be, yeah. Mod Mother, I've robbed Luke's uh, earpiece here. Can we do a poll in the chat and see whether we prefer Ultranats or Natty Chats? <laughs> Just a quick one. Just see what happens.
We had Seth, Damien, and Finn to kick off the show, which we already covered. Then we got Becky Lynch versus Sonya Deville. I liked this match. It was okay. Mm. When they came out, I was like, okay, Becky's going to win. Yeah, Money in the Bank one. qualifier. But they actually stacked the deck enough against Becky. They did. To make it a bit more interesting. They did. Um, Kevin Patrick said something absolutely foolish mm. and nonsense and ridiculous. And I loved it. And I hated it in equal measure. He said, and quote, thousands of Irish are already making their way to London to see Becky Lynch. Kevin, it's a month away. What are they paddleboarding? <laughs> if they were paddleboarding and walking from Liverpool, they still got a couple of weeks before they need to leave. They're looking for work. They really are. Like the old days. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he's it sounds like Vince is producing them in his ear. Yeah. And Vince's vision of Irish people is that they are still with little flat caps. Yeah. <laughs> it's just on a big small steamer sound. tugboats. Yeah. Awful. Awful line. Loved it. Um, um, but, but I like I like the Karen stick. I like Chelsea Green getting involved. I thought yeah. that was fun, and I, I thought um, it, I mean it's it, it's a decent match. Um, but the the running theme of the show is the crowd weren't making any noise whatsoever, which I thought let them down. Yeah, in yeah, the, in the matches. Yeah, yeah, in that's the, WWE crowd, isn't it? Pop true. for the finish, yeah. pop for music. Yeah, uh, we had Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark appear mm -hmm. on the ramp to give a slight distraction, but they never got involved crucially. Nope. And Becky won pretty handily mm -hmm. in the end. But yeah, it had substance because it decided someone who goes into the money in the bank. And it showed us that like there was a, there was a great section where Becky just kind of threw them both at the, uh, the barricade. Mm -hmm. and, and Oh, yeah. Further the story with, with Zoe. I, I like the fact that we're going to get more of Becky and Zoe within the match. I think that was a smart choice to get them both involved. Because when they came out, I was worried there'd be an interference and I was not here for mm -hmm. it. So Yeah, the idea of Zoe Stark costing Becky yeah. this place because it will be Becky versus Zoe Stark at Money in the Bank. Oh, and Becky that. wins. Yeah, keep them, in the, keep them both in it. Uh, we got a recap of that excellent, excellent Bloodline segment from SmackDown. Oh, I can't even remember what he, what's Roman's line when he hugs him. He's like, "We're not, not today or something." Yeah, not yeah. Now, or oh, no. so I think good. he just said, "No, I wanted him to say." I love you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was so ready for a little, and then pushing backwards into a spike would have been, oh. So that cuts to Byron Saxton backstage, and he says, well, you know, someone who's really experienced with the bloodline, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens. Let them escape. Let them escape. They've done it, they've won so many times now. And Sammy's just like, I mean, Jay's still not made his mind up. <laughs> I think Sammy should now just be annoyed. Yeah, Sammy's yeah. in Kevin's position. Mm -hmm. where Ke you remember when yeah. Kevin was like, please let me get you out of the bloodline. So, like, he's just like, nah. He's not, if, if you're not going to help yourself, how am I going to help you? So Imperium interrupt them, and KO does that funny yelling thing that he did last week. I quite like it. I quite like mm. it. And I, and I had a little something when we get into the match proper, but I, it, I call him Scrappy-Doo Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what he's become, which worries me. Mm. You know, I like. I really enjoyed last week's segment when Imperium came. Yes. I was like, you do not get to come out. Yeah. Like, that was fun. But seeing him do it here again, still funny, mm. but I don't want that to become his gimmick. Mm. Kevin Owens just used to say things to entertain himself. Mm. And I thought that's what it was. Mm. I don't want it to become scrappy dude Kevin Owens. That's it. It can, can it can become a little bit tricky. But I think when you get into the the match itself, it was there was something that was quite interesting in there mm. for me. Mm. Uh, well, that immediately set up Gunther versus Kevin Owens. I thought we were going to get Kaiser versus Owens. Yeah, me too. Not this. What is effectively a dream match? Yeah, I sat up straight away. I was yeah. like, hang on, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not for the IC belt. No. Um, but still, that this is like a a 
one of the four, five main events you could have on a pay-per-view. I think we're getting this on free television. Yeah. Okay. And they they had a great match. Really good. Gunther dominated a lot. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens, despite Gunther dominating him, it wasn't like Ali where Ali was ragdolling dead. Mm. Owens was always getting back up and trying to mm. trying to fight him off. He had Sammy on the outside looking distressed. Loads of German suplexes. Swanton Bomb from KO, great near fall, but then the Imperium brawl starts happening on the outside. Kaiser gets in the ring, mm -hmm. right in front of the referee, and the referee's like, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fight Kaiser. Yeah, and Owen stunners him and turns around. Gunther rolls him up. Mm. Bad finish. But what was your uh, little finish. detail you thought? Agree there. So my little detail, I, I rag on Kevin Patrick a lot, but Kevin Patrick actually made a good point in this match, mm. was with, which was that Kevin <laughs> Owens' temper keeps getting the best of him. And I thought, I have thought this a few times. It's almost like he keeps jumping to anger and Sammy keeps trying to be like, no, chill, mm. no, chill. And if Kevin's temper keeps getting the better of him, is that going to lead... In this case, he was cross and, and was distracted in a way that Priest wasn't in the main event, for instance. That's what led to him being able to be rolled up. Is that going to be a little storyline thing? Is it something mm. to keep an eye on? Is that is that going to cause dissension between those two? Is there going to be an I'm so cross, I turn your backs and maybe his temper makes him lose the tag titles and Sammy turns? Because I think... I can't help but look at Sammy and Kevin and think there's another main event picture. Mm -hmm. For all of the the you know Romans hogging the titles and Cody should have won at Mania and the World Heavyweight Championship as a consolation prize... Goodness me, we're stacked with main event stars, aren't we? I feel with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Damien Priest and Finn Balor and Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes and Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. I think we've got a, such a roster of people. Gunther, you could do so many different things with them. So I was a bit curious to hear them mention this temper, which is something that I've mm. spotted a few times over the past couple of weeks and go, now you've said it, it could become part of the storyline. That said, you are Kevin Patrick. You say a lot of things. <laughs> and then, yeah, I thought the roll-up finish was a shame because I don't see why if Gunther didn't, if let's just say Gunther slammed him or decked him and then got a, a normal cover and not run out of the ring. It's the same finish. And I, mm. I, I think Kevin can take it. You know, it, it won't negatively affect his character. So the roll-up was a shame. Otherwise, I thought the match was really, really good. I would have just, and I hate I'm saying this, a DQ brawl. Really? Yeah, I'd have had Imperium, Sami Zayn spill into the ring because I I don't want Gunther to pin Owens. I think that's mm. a that if you're gonna just suddenly do this match on TV, at least use it to build an actual match mm. they can have. But I've seen Gunther, Gunther pin not clean, of course, but I did see him pin him. I'm always much more inclined with a clean. With, with mm. not clean with a finish than a DQ because we had that run in the summer last year where it was every other match was a <laughs> yeah. DQ and I was like what are you doing um, whereas like if Gunther absolutely batters you in the face and you knocked out for three yeah. I think that's fair um, so I think Gunther and Kevin Owens are the two people where that could actually kind of work especially if he's been distracted by all those people it's a it's a a, a, a mild bugbear for me the mild big one on the uh, the the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn relationship because they're now back together, you can bet they are already thinking. Well, how do we break up? Right. So yeah, maybe they that is it. they love it. You know what? Like in a couple of months' time, Sami actually goes to pull Kevin Owens mm. off someone, and Kevin Owens turns around and backs Zayn batters yeah. Zayn. Owens is like upset. Zane's like, well, this feels very much like the last relationship I was in. That's a great idea. Yeah, because yeah, he's got like PTSD from the bloodline. Mm. Yeah. That's nice. Interesting. Nice. Spicy. But yeah, really good match. Crappy finish. <laughs>
Uh, it cuts backstage to Kathy Kelly, who's talking to Riddle. And Riddle is just like, out of nowhere, furious. Mm. Because Gunther cheated to win. Oh, I'm so angry. Uh, Kaiser and Vinci come up and, and say, well, don't talk about Gunther like that. F's him up. Oh, he really does, doesn't he? He proper threw him across. He chucks Kaiser over some crates and then gets Vinci in this ankle lock mm. that I think Vinci was crying in. Yeah. <laughs> he sold it so he hard. He really did. I don't like uh, Reefer Boy Matt Riddle no. at all. The bongos thing was a famous thing that I, I on the show, was very cross about. Um I like intense Matt Riddle because this mm. guy's a cage fighter, right? This guy's someone who I'm supposed to believe could snap me like a twig, you know? So having him literally launch Kaiser across the arena and then threaten to break Vinci's angle and Vinci did sell it really well, loved it. I was yeah. like, yeah, more of this, especially if we are going to get Gunther Riddle. I don't think Riddle's going to win it, but I'd like to believe that he could, you know? I know what you mean, but I, I just feel like this segment started with Riddle at eleven. Yeah, that's and true. And then he finished at eleven. But if you, st but it's Riddle. Riddle. Do you remember that time Riddle? Do you remember that time Riddle did a promo with Asuka, completely forgot his line oh, and just yeah. skated away? It's Riddle. You're never gonna get a solid, like, decent build <laughs> promo, are you? So you kind of got to get what you can take. Speaking of great promos, mm. oh, do you know who likes to party? Uh, I absolutely do. In an empty room, it's Caden, Caden Carter, Carter and Katana Chance. Yeah, they love to party. They they love to party so much that they say it in their debut appearance on Raw in a mm. backstage segment with Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. And then Corey Graves just continues to mention it on commentary. These <laughs> two girls love, love to party. They just love to party. I'm like, I hate you two. <laughs> It is interesting, isn't it? Because like I, I like these two a lot. I was fans of them in their tag title run. I think they've got some good stuff uh, on the show. I think they've got a great look, each mm. of them. Um, blue, but well, yeah, the look is Caden Carter blue. in particular. I think looks cool. Mm. Like, she's got the gray hair, got the contacts, the piercings. I'm a big fan. Um, Katana Chance looks a little bit like you sort of sorority girl who went along for one rave and kind of thought that the music was nice and bopped about a little yeah. bit with a white round spritzer. Um, but the 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 heel levels of this promo of, of them, how much they like to party. I was like, I don't like either of you two. What is this yeah. about? This is weird. It's kind of WWE's new, uh, these two just like to have fun. <laughs> really? Hey, Vince is back. He doesn't know what fun looks like. <laughs> uh, so Shayna and Ronda, it starts off with them holding the belts. They said they want some opponents, and that's when Chance and Carter make their debut. Yeah, I didn't expect them to make it because we, we got a promo. <laughs> Normally they take a week, a week off. Mm. They came off and they said, hi, we're here. They are, the height difference was was stark. It's hilarious. Yeah. Have you played, how much WE, how much 2K23 have you played? I don't think I'll ever play enough 2K23 to end up playing Katana Chance. So I did, because I, <laughs> I picked her on my GM and I like to now and again just play one of the matches just yeah. to see what the entrances look like and get the moveset. It was stupid. She's this big on the game. <laughs> it's not even like, I'm like, how? And then, so I was like, she surely can't be this mini. Mm. And then she is. Yeah. <laughs> She's a mini person. But it worked quite well in the story. Mm. I thought this was going to be a squash match, yep. if I'm honest. You know, Ronda and Shayna's first And I was sad about that. Match. I was like, nah. Oh, you wanted it to just be a kill job? No, 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 no. I was sad about I thought it was going to yeah, be a squash okay. match. And I was sad about that it might be. But actually, they, they told the story of Shayna and Ronda somewhat underestimating mm -hmm. Katana and Caden. And... The the blues were. Did you hear Sullivan getting? Yeah, <laughs> just that we could hear it running down. Katana Chance and Caden Carter, like 
their offense is amazing. It's great, isn't it? So flippy and fast. Mm. And they, you know, there was a 450 from Katana Chance here. Mm. I think it was a 450 stomp. It's a it's a finishing move. It's a double team finishing move mm. where you kind of have her in the sort of like reverse DDT position. And it, I, th I think it's not so much a stomp as it is. It's supposed to be a splash, but the rotation. Right, quite right, right. Uh, on Ronda and Shayna just broke up the pin. Yeah. And the crowd, the crowd didn't believe it. Mm. I didn't believe it, but I did pop for it. Right. And, you know, five minutes earlier in that backstage segment, yeah. if you had me invested in this match, I was like, no way. Yeah. They like to party. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and you hate to party. Yeah, but this was this was good stuff. Mm. It's interesting because I, I, for me, this is a perfect example of how you introduce a new set of stars. Because these were the longest reigning NXT Tag Team Women's Champions. They are here, Ronda and Shayna, who cut a decent-ish promo, I thought but have been speaking in the past week or so about how they basically demanded the opportunity to be a tag team IRL. I would like to have seen them be slightly more believable, mm. realistic in the way they're speaking like that. Um, but for them to come up and say, we'll take you on. You're talking about you want to legitimize this tag team division. You want to, well, let's, you know, fight us. We'll, we'll take it. We like to party. We love to party. And we'd like you to come to ours. And then to deliver a, a decent match. I don't think, it, it's like when you are a championship football club and you get premier, uh, promoted to the Premier League. You're not going to win the, the league mm. in that first season. It would be unbelievable if you managed to do it. But you you are a team who has a trophy. You did really well in that. But you're in the different leagues now. You are the NXT Tag Team Champions. Congratulations. You're in the, the big leagues now. It's the major leagues. It's the major leagues. It's the, it's the main roster. So, like, they should be able to take it to you mm -hmm. and not quite meet the mark. The show was great. The, sorry, the showing was great. The, the moves were great. I thought Ronda and Shayna looked good as well. Yeah. And we're trying to establish them as a dominant tag team. This was a really good use of these two teams and a really good match. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you want to establish the new champions yep. while elevating the mm -hmm. new stars. I, I felt like they, they juggled those opposing things quite well. And I one of the big things I wanted from the brand split was uh, a commitment to the women's tag division. Mm -hmm. And we're getting it. And I liked it. I would like you do do that more, please. Johnny Gargano got a video package showing his time in NXT it exists. Which was better than his wife's um, video package from last week, which oh, was cringe. Oh, Ollie, it was what, so cringe. What happened? Oh, you know how Caden Jansen, uh, they like to party. They like to party. Well, uh, Candice LeRae um, <laughs> believes in fairies, <laughs> basically. Oh. Was the she was like, she was like I, why do I wear these pixie wings? Because I believe fairy tales do come true. I'm living mine. Here are some primary colors. And I was like... <laughs> I was so angry about it. I was not. This was what we should have got for Candice LeRae. I think it's like, you know, maybe a bit too too little too late for Johnny Gargano at the moment. But he'll put on a good match and we'll all come back around. He said the Gargano story is just getting started. Uh, we had a backstage segment with Ricochet, Bronson Reed and Nakamura. Bronson Reed was like, I should be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Mm -hmm. And Ricochet pointed out, well, you lost a qualifying match. You sort of had a chance to. <laughs> uh, so Ricochet and Nakamura had... A match. I just, it's astounding how much Nakamura phones in these performances. It is. Now that's interesting because when this match started, I was like, oh, they're feeding the children this episode. Like we had, we had uh, Gunther and KO yeah, yeah, and now yeah. you're giving me Ricochet and Nakamura. <laughs> and maybe it's because Nakamura has phoned it in so often. Mm -hmm. I thought this was a, a great little match, a great oh. little telly match between them. I thought it was pretty basic and it didn't have a proper finish. I, I knew what was going to happen as well. I knew oh, yeah. Reed was going to cause the DQ. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's what happened a couple of minutes in. Uh, Reed 
runs them both over, hits a tsunami on Ricochet, and the crowd chant one more time. And he goes, no, no. And I loved it. Yeah. I love Bronson Reed so much. I, I yeah, am such a fan. I love the way he knows how to hold his body, the control he's got. I love the the whole, I'm just going to run through you thing. It works mm-hmm. for me in a big way. And I love his character work as well. And I think we're seeing that on show for him to palm off the crowd, not just not pay attention to yeah. them. To hear, I hear your chance. You want more of this? You don't get it. <laughs> love that. We had a really, I, re- I got a kick out of this. Chad Gable, Otis and Maxine backstage. <laughs> and of course, they're kind of feuding with Viking Raiders yeah. and Valhalla. I smell an intergender six-person yeah. tag, and they're going to train up Maxine. Did you hear my little pitch for last week? Uh, I, I'm i a big fan of Alpha Academy. I make no pretend. I want to push Chad Gable to the moon. Love, love, love. I am a big fan of this angle because what I want to happen is for Chad and Maxine to turn on Otis and go off on their own. <gasps> and that's what Luke did as well. I love it. It's, isn't it good? Like, the oh. idea being... Because last week we got this, well, exactly. Mm. We got this kick on Valhalla from Maxine and she looked at Chad and was like, I did it. And Chad went, yeah, you did. And it was like, great. Oh, and then she ran off. And that was kind of where the the dissension here is. But Chad has his number one guy and now he's about to get his number one gal because it was like Otis's idea to let them train together. And I kind of love the fact Mm. that Chad was like, I agree with that. I can't train you in that. And she's like, I've got the perfect outfit. And then they're going to go off and train together. And bit by bit by bit, she's going to go, actually, the one I want is... The, his literal name yeah. is Chad. Do you know? <laughs> like, I love it. I love this as a potential angle. I think they're all great. I... I <laughs> they came on screen and I just went out of sight and went, I love these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Otis. Yeah. I love Chad. I love Maxine. It's great. I am sad that the Maximum male models are nowhere to be found. But I... What we're getting instead is great. Great stuff. Yeah, Maxine walks off like, I've got something I can train in. And Chad and Otis there were were just like looking in her direction like, (laughs) 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 It was good. I hope we get some proper vignettes. Yeah. Off, you know, on location, in the gym, on the track. Best thing in the show. Training Maxine. Love it. Mm. Alpha, and, then, yeah. and that's the Alpha Academy, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. good point. To pay off with your idea is, is very cool mm. as well. Um, really good segment after that. <clears throat> Ms. TV. I yep. can't believe... And Luke always says that Ms. TV is bad and he Listen, hates Ms. Thank God. Look, I, ju- I just watch an episode of Raw and... Ms. is great. And this is... Well, I actually don't like Ms. at all, but... This, this segment was really good. I bring you into my house <laughs> through the forbidden door and all you can do is... Come after my guy like this. I'm a big Miz fan. Mm. I think what Miz is able to do with something like Miz TV, I find these segments generally, not not just limited to Miz TV, but the Waller effect, all that stuff, they're, they're a conceit I don't love, but they're here, so I'll go with them. And it's better than another backstage segment with Byron mm-hmm, Saxton. Mm-hmm. Um, Miz can literally get anything chanted. He got his own name chanted this week by saying, that's not my name. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He got Mike chanted. This segment was really, really fun. Um, go. The guest was Cody Rhodes, and Miz started off by saying, well, I've got a surprise for you. Mm. Uh, we, we've not got Brock Lesnar, because he's... I think Cody said he's annual hibernation yeah. period. Took a little so dig in. I think we won't see Brock in Money in the Bank. If we do, maybe he'll appear at the end of a match as an angle. Yeah, Meltzer... <clears throat> Meltzer... Uh, Essentially, he's reported that his, he'll be there at SummerSlam or we'll get yeah. Cody Brock 3 at SummerSlam. Yeah. I would have had Cody in the Money in the Bank match and have Brock taken out. Mm-hmm. That was how I get there. Oh, we're getting something way better. Mm. 
so Miz has someone else to bring out for Cody, and it is another person who has the pressures of being from a wrestling dynasty, mm. Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. And as soon as Miz said that, I was like, oh, you floored me a bit there. Yeah. And how, what a good idea this segment yeah. is. You're, in theory, top baby, top, that, top baby face with Cody, and then you've got your top heel, you know, most the one that gets the most booed beat. heel yeah. in Dom. And Dom comes down, getting mega heat. You could you couldn't really hear him. It wasn't Don Callis heat from last week's Dynamite, <laughs> right. but it was very, very loud. Called called Cody a bad father mm. because he's not at home with his daughter. Of course, Dom's projecting that was a bit the same there. Thing, yeah. uh, and Cody has a couple of great lines saying, you've got a worse prison tattoo than me. Yeah. And 15 the, minutes of hard time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ray isn't perfect. He's made mistakes. Like the worst one, I'm looking at him. Oh, I was like, you serve. <laughs> That's great. And then D- <laughs> Cody sort of turns around and then comes back around mm. and Dom just goes slap yeah. in his face and runs right behind Rhea Ripley. And he had that grin. Oh, loved it. So Cody just turns around because Dom and Rhea had walked off and just knocks out Miz. Because he's yeah. there. I was so sports entertained by this segment. This is very good. I absolutely loved it. And I'll tell you why. Uh, and I could I could wax lyrical about this for a little while because this was so well put together. Um, for the reasons that you have just said, not just the, the way it went down, but also your top heel, top baby face. I love the fact that when Don was talking, both Cody and Miz were, were like, we can't hear you because mm. the crowd is so big. Cody got a massive reaction as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, he's still over with the fans. Love to see it. Um, what I loved about it was that there was an internal logic to it. And I always go on about internal logic in wrestling and how I, I just need just do the basic stuff, please. I beg you. We had a bad example of it earlier on when Ronda Rousey was like, oh, you want a match? I'll tell it to Pierce. Then comes straight out mm-hmm. to the ring. And then we come back from the break and Kevin Patrick goes, so during the break, Ronda Rousey spoke to Adam Pierce. I'm like, what? She left the arena, then came back. <laughs> like, stupid. Internal logic is so easy to do. And they did it in this, which was that they'd announced Cody was going to be on this TV. And I had in the the idea when it starts playing out and Dom comes out, oh, so Dom could have gone to Miz and gone, I've got some stuff to say to Cody Rhodes. Because yeah, his big trig, his trauma, is that his dad wasn't there for him. And mm-hmm. last week, Cody Rhodes literally said, I'm going to be in this, 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 mm-hmm. this, this town. Come and fight me. He basically said on national television, I'm leaving my family. And so that's Dominic's big thing and he hates it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like quite justified to come out and say that, I think, which was really interesting. Um, then yeah, that that beautiful little slap, the idea that that you know, Cody Cody's not going to punch Rhea, but he kind of kind of wanted to because Rhea's given it some as well. Maybe we'll get a little Brandy Rhodes because <laughs> uh, she had something to say, didn't she? Yeah, she had a tweet. Uh, can I open it here? I've not got the the transcription. Um, she said like, was it Puppy's not going to hit Mummy or something? Papa Papa won't hit Mummy, but Mommy will. I guess she's the mommy. <laughs> we'll there. workshop it. She can workshop the primary yeah. for next week. But I loved the... the. And you know what? So to close out this little piece, this little piece of theatre, this sketch that we've written, I'm going to deck The Miz. Mm. I loved it. And The Miz... The Miz... The other part of the internal logic is Miz trying to suck up to the judgment. He's always trying to be mm. in with the cool crowd. And currently, Rhea and Dom are the cool crowd. You know? So it all worked for me. Every ounce of this was really well thought out. Big fan. Cody Rhodes. Big star. And I can't wait to watch this match. If you had told me when Cody was in AW, one day you're going to get Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio and you're going to be excited for it. I'd have gone sod off. <laughs> but I'm excited for it. Well, I don't think we're getting that. No? At I, all? 
Well, I think we're getting Cody and Brandy versus Dom and Rhea. Mm. I'd rather just watch Cody. I know, so Dom would I. A little bit. I did like what's Rhea doing? Being Rhea. Yeah, but she's not got a title contender at the moment. Oh, you mean what she's doing in, in the, the bank. bank? Got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she not. She doesn't need to defend it. You can have Rhea in the ring with Cody. It just further elevates mm. Rhea. Dom can take the pin. Yeah. I suppose so. Right, that's how you bring Brandy in, which, you know, Cody's itching to do. <laughs> Expand the Cody verse. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. I don't want to see it. I don't, but... want, I don't want it either, but yeah. I just, you know, I, I, I said in January, Karen Jarrett is going to appear in a Jeff Jarrett storyline. <laughs> Stop line, manifesting it! And it happened. <laughs> we got Zoe Stark taking on Natalia next. This was another Money in the Bank qualifying match. Natalia, she's there. And uh, Zoe won. This is the perfect use of Natalia, our, our, our crown jewel here on the Monday Night Raw brand, uh, <laughs> our mascot for our show. Uh, I thought it was a decent match. I love Zoe Stark, always do. Um, I will say, so what did I write here? Basically tonight, I thought we saw some really decent wrestling from stars who are new or aren't always showcased. And I wonder if bringing back the Mae Young Classic or organizing tournaments mm. or anything and sh uh, then showcasing in the more Raw might help because I felt the crowd really weren't popping for this because they don't know zoe stark yeah and natalia is natalia so i feel like giving a small it made me think full sale and the smaller crowd mm. who were there regularly and did get the chance to buy into these people i like that zoe stark is, is being put with trish i like that she's being pushed i think she's showing a lot of promise that move is great yeah the z360 i i love it i'm all into it i wonder if we could if we could have more tournament style stuff to give us opportunities to see them compete in a more sporting mm. capacity get to know them, get to like them better, and then bring that to the main roster rather than just throwing them in at the deep end would be an interesting thing. But I like the match. And uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that she's going to be in the, the Money in the Bank. After that, we <laughs> had Paul Heyman looking right down the lens. Mm. I love this promo. Yeah. Um, just saying, I invite you all to SmackDown where Jay Uso will make his choice to stand by his brother. And for a moment there, I, I legit forgot Solo existed. I was mm. like, why is he saying that? He goes, Solo Sakel. Like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And acknowledge he's tribal chief. Mm. So probably another great SmackDown soap opera episode. Oh, no. <laughs> what a shame. And the last thing we'll talk about, because we've already covered the Priest main Rollins event. main event, mm -hmm. is Indus Sher versus <laughs> Cedric and Sheldon. Match didn't even get started because uh, Veer and what's the other lad's name? Uh, Shanga? Beat Cedric and Sheldon up before the match begun and the referee sort of called it off yeah it's a shame because i thought i was like oh we're gonna get an actual match out of these mm -hmm. guys now uh no we weren't and fear's because, always gonna come well you know you can't help it he loves it um it's this thing of constant squashes doesn't work like one or two are okay but at some point you've got to see what we've got to see what you've got mm -hmm. and i think we had a prime example of it uh recently with bronson reed which is where came out battered around a bit didn't really have too much of a character but then shows up in the Elimination Chamber and we go, oh, mm. you know, I'm going to sit up and, and take notice. Yeah. A match here with Cedric and Shelton would have been really good. So I was a bit like, oh, that was disappointing. Uh, and once again, the Indershare experiment kind of isn't vibing. Uh, and the last thing was Ripley was announced as WWE's most followed TikTok star. Oh, love it. And that's where they got a, a jab in it. Lovely old Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's Rhea's opponent for Money in the Bank. It's Rhea oh, yeah? Tom Hanks. I'd, that, I'd pay to see that. <laughs> or maybe Tom Hanks is the new Judgment Day member Could you <laughs> in his Elvis manager gimmick. Colonel Tom Parker leads Judgment Day. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
Do you want to hear my joke? Please. Um, I Always. said, uh, oh, I've not written it down on this script. Uh, Ripley is WWE's most followed TikTok star. I know you have followers on TikTok, but maybe for Rhea, they should be called subs. I'm upset that I laughed at that. And I'm going to move on now. Uh, <laughs> Do we have any Patreon um, shows? Oh, I don't know. My my thing isn't logged in. That's devastating. We probably do, you know. Let's have a look. We're very professional here on the Raw podcast. Yes, we yes, do. we absolutely do. Podcast shoutouts. Oh, we're in a brand new month of June. Yes. Do, do the Patreon bit. Well, uh, Patreon is for Wrestle Talk and Parts of Unknown. We've got loads of exclusive content over there. Dan and Pete just recorded the mailbag we did. show. We did. Which is why we just answer your questions for for an hour and a bit. Uh, we've got. If you saw on Parts of Unknown, we've got our new board game series there where we play board games with a wrestling twist. No holds board. Uh, me and you were on the we were. last you, Wednesday's you, uh, episode. Drew a lovely picture of Yokozuna that lives in infamy. Yeah, a very accurate, a very realistic <laughs> yeah. portrait of Yokozuna. Thank you. Um, but we've got the full unedited versions of that. So I think the episode on online was like 40 minutes, but the... The real one is like an hour and a bit. I the hefty stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. A- exclusive podcasts, mine and Luke's Wrestle Talk Extra Show, and shout outs mm. on this very podcast. So go over to Wrestle Talk, go over to patreon.com forward slash Wrestle Talk to sign up there today. Uh, thank you to the $100 man, CD Horver. Well, it's Adam Rockwell. The Kessel Run DX Solo. Double L, Liam Leonard. Mad Mac, the Meat Father. Have an argy-bargy, margy-pargy. The Matt Man, Matthew Allen. Ryan, Disco Stewart. Star Wars Wrestling. Thomas, the prize hooker, Solitano. The Machine Gun, Alex Anderson. And the Roller Coaster, Robert Acosta. Thank you very much for everybody over there. Uh, Please do go and join them. Wrestle, (laughs) patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk. Get on board. Hang on, let me... Last let me, call for uh, Natty Chats. Well, we have our official poll. Do you want to hear that they've, yeah. they've picked it? Yeah. So uh, we had a new new Raw Ultra Chat name. Obviously, we have the UC Chats and the, the Omega Chats, and I was mm-hmm. feeling left mm-hmm. out. And I know Luke would be on my side in this, were he here. So we've picked between... Um, you, you, your choice was the uh, Natty Chats, uh-huh. Rawsome Chats, uh-huh. do you see? Um, and Ultra Nats, and the winner with 39% of the vote was the Ultra Nats. So I'm Ultra so Nats. thrilled to the Ultra Nats. So it's quite thrilled. close on all it of is, them. It is, it is. It was a very split decision. So uh, maybe maybe we'll have another think about it. But for, t- <laughs> for today, let's go through the rest of your Ultra Nats. Um, a missing username, unfortunately, at Streamlabs has issues. So if we read out your chat, please do let our moderators know who you were and we can say thank you proper. But they say a Finn Balor versus Seth program would be a lot funnier if a lot funner if Edge should put him over at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, if if Finn won loads more times, mm. this would be a lot more but interesting. But that does feed into your idea of yeah. kicking him out of the old the old mm. JD. Um Lewis Adorno says, Hey guys, here from Hartford, Connecticut. Can't wait Oh 
Can't wait to meet you all at the watch party. Oh, oh thank wow. you so much. You're I was over. at the show last night. Wow, what a big, big month for you. <laughs> I was at the show last night, and after the show, Seth Rollins told Finn and Damien to shake the champ's hand, yes. finger, angry, and left. But Damien stayed and shook his hand. Oh, Finn got angry and mm. left, but Damien stayed and shook his hand. Yeah. Of course, it's stuff after the show went off air. Mm. We can't read too much into it. But yeah, definitely more babyface behavior from Priest. Do you remember how Drew um, sang at the Clash of the Castle? And yeah, that was, that was on air. Fair? <sighs> Sapphire says, uh, in one year, which belt will we care more about? After one belt being held for years like 1970s and another belt being handled like the 2000s. <clears throat> uh, the belt that is... Is the longer reign. The well, to, to be honest, the belt with the best storyline and the most over champion, which will be Roman. And like you, you main evented the WrestleMania night one with the tag team titles mm. because they had the best storyline. Yeah. Like any belt can be the belt that you care about um, if you do it right. Uh, Dylan Waldschmidt, fantasy booking, coding, Dom qualifying match, Brock interferes and Dom wins. Mega heat for both of them. Also, yes, my please. suggestion is Mammy Chats for the true Raw star. Mammy Chats Mammy isn't Chats. bad. Yeah, we might, we'll, we'll write that down. I like that booking as well. Yeah, that's a good, it's a good chat. It's a good way of getting involved. Um, another, and, and getting Dom into the, yes. like it's a very undeserving spot. Because you Dom don't can want just, him to clean win over Cody in any way, shape or form. And Dom can just boast about that all the time. Yeah. I beat Cody Rhodes. As you may have ever WrestleMania 41. <laughs> We've got it written down. Uh, another missing username. Uh, hot take to online fans. People saying someone should leave WWE and go to Japan or AEW is selfish and ignorant. Balor and Nack have resigned, uh, re-signed a couple of... <laughs> they look the same. The words are the same. Nakamura and... has resigned himself <laughs> to the rest. Balor and Nakamura have re-signed a couple of times. If they wanted to leave, they would have. Enjoy people where they are or don't say, you, or don't say you're a fan. I, I know... Oh, follow one, I think. Wrestling... Wrestlers have families and people who rely on them and wanting them to risk that because you don't like how they're being used is insane. I do think the idea of someone being told like, you know, oh, you should go here is an interesting one because how many stars have we seen go from WWE to AEW get an incredibly big opening pop and then kind of do nothing, mm. you know? Um, but yeah, I think the larger thing is though, uh, someone has settled mm. and you believe that person is better than what they've settled for. Right. So try something and move elsewhere mm. if they choose not to. And that's because of other circumstances. That's their prerogative. But for me as a fan and yeah. someone who enjoyed their other work, I'm, I think I'm totally in, entitled to say Chad Gable should go to AEW, mm. for instance. It's, I seeing, seeing Brian Danielson talk about it, it was very complimentary and grateful for his time in WWE. Mm. And then was just like, look, I, I wanted a different thing. You know, which it was just, and I think that's the point. It's, it's like, if they're happy in what they're doing at the moment, and they are genuinely happy. They're not just like, well, it's easy money. I'll do that, whatever. Then kind of their prerogative. But like, like you know, we all want to see some banging matches. And and I would, it's it's more on the, um, the bookers to get to get it right, isn't it? But it's also the, the wrestlers do have to take responsibility. Yes. There is a path trodden where Cody left WWE, where Drew was released, mm. and they turned themselves into huge stars outside of WWE at a time when AEW wasn't around. Mm. Cody launched AEW off the back of all the hard work he did. So I, I do I do respectfully disagree with yeah. missing username. Um, I think that's fair. Um, we have one more chat. Um, with the final poll, how do we check that? Luke does the checking and I don't... Do, can you oh, just you, close the poll and then appears, you tell us? Doesn't, make doesn't it, it Mod Mother just Mod, make Mod it Mother, appear? Just put, <laughs> pop it in the little thingy here. In the meantime... Um, Frank, Frank, the adults are in the room. Mm. Frankenfoot says, um, wife and I are planning on coming to the UK anyway to celebrate my being able to walk again and oh, medical wow. retirement from the US Navy. 
Oh, congratulations. Love to be part of that celebration. Thanks for coming to the UK. Uh, bought watch party ticks last Friday. So can't wait to meet you all. What? I'm, I was, that would be great to meet you. Yeah. Um, I just assumed people would be coming. People who were coming from America or Australia yeah. would be going to watch the actual show. Not our um, watch along party. They are coming to watch the actual <laughs> show. Thank you very much. Oh, it's very that's that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, wow. Question: Can I set up a side uh, Smash Bros tournament? Wrestle Talk rules. Good oh. luck with that. <laughs> you'll you'll find yourself a lot more occupied than you think you will. Yeah. Um, and oh um, oh, also a note from Datsun: The watch party is sold out. Oh, there it is. The watch party is sold out. Packed to the rafters. Less. What was that? Five days? Four days on on full sale? Yeah. Full Sail University. Hello, Full Sail Bar. Maybe that's one of the titles of the... We uh, sold out. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> Go team. Um, we have the results of the final poll, which is uh, 2% thumbs down, 26% mid, and the overall raw rating for the majority of you was a 71% big thumbs up. Good. Well, yeah. I thought it was a very good show. I got four star rating for raw for me this week. I was a big fan. You were... I gave it 79%. 79%. Which is actually four, four out of five. Yeah. Uh, but that's all we've got time for today. Thank you very much. I've been Ollie Davis. This has been Dan Layton. Jam that jam. Now I have to press the button. Press the button. Bye bye, everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.